And we played Arsenal and they turned, I mean, they turning up and they were getting off the coach. We were looking and going, he's first team, he's first team. It was like McGoldrick, uh, Tony Adams, Mark Flats, uh, Paul Shaw, Selly, Paul Davis, Paul Dickov. We're like, Jesus, this is the actual team. Welcome to the latest episode of Wearing the Red and Green. In this week's podcast, I speak to a former midfielder from the 1990s, Christian Bartlett. Bart joined the club as a 15-year-old and went on to spend over 10 years at Stag Meadow, progressing through the reserves and into the first team. We discuss the grounding he had in that successful reserve team under Steve Roberts and Derek Sweetman, through to being one of the first names on the team sheet under Alan Davis. We look back on that memorable 1995-96 promotion season and discuss some of the team nights out and what made that squad so special. I hope you enjoy the episode. Bart, thanks so much for joining the podcast, mate. It's great to have you on. No worries, mate. It's nice to see you catch up with you after after that um, the do the other day. That was good. And how are things like what are you up to these days? Uh, nothing really. Family life and watching the dreaded Cardiff for my sins. <laughs> so now I've got uh, two kids, they're like teenagers. So I drag my boy along to watch Cardiff. Not that he enjoys it much. So that and a bit of golf now and again. And going out on Saturday for a few beers, watching football. Uh, nothing changed really. <laughs> do you miss playing at all? I uh, no, I don't. No, no, no not now. Because my body thinks, my brain thinks I can do it, but my body just can't can't <laughs> deliver. I've played quite a few vets games and vets tournaments, a few vets teams, and I'm running around like I'm 25 still, and it takes me like days, weeks to get over it. <laughs> and I think, why am I? Why do I put myself through this? And I say, right, that's it. I retire yet again. But I still sort of turn out. But I've now I've sort of put my foot down to now. I'm nearly fifty. I've had enough. I can't take it anymore. It's just frustrating. You get like a thirty-five-year-old vet running past you, still probably playing on a Saturday, half decent. And I, thought, oh, I wish I was twenty-five years younger. We all wish that. (laughs) Right, listen, I want to start by rewinding all the way back to when you were playing in the reserves under Steve Roberts and Derek Sweetman. Yeah, Dale and Robbo, yeah. yeah. And that was a a special reserve side at Windsor. You know, like a number of that squad went on and played for quite a few years in the first team. Um, You won the Suburban League Cup. yeah. Yeah. When you look back at that, like, what did you enjoy about that period in the reserves and playing in that squad? And what kind of grounded that, grounding did that give you? Oh, it gave me huge ground. I was what? I think I joined Windsor at 15. I was sort of playing for Hollyport at 14 in the men's. And um, my dad sort of knew Clemmer, you know, John Clements. Yeah, yeah. So, and I was sort of training with Beaconsfield with the first team. And I was just, just to try and I wasn't allowed to play because I was too young. So Clemmer, well, was it about 16? Yeah, you had to be 16. Was so I was there for a while and not actually playing. I was just training. So I was too young. So I went Clemmer got me over to Windsor. I was in the reserves just to so play proper men's football and just see how it was, get a bit stronger. I remember my 15th or 16th birthday, I just turned, I could play. And it was against, who was it against? Reading Irish in the B&B. Right. And the manager of Reading Irish was with the PE teacher at the school I was going to. 
in top three. So that was a bit, a bit odd. So yeah, uh, oh, going back to that, those days, brilliant. Uh, because I was new into that sort of football and seeing like the stories that people like Della Hunty, Wayne Clift, uh, Wiggy, Jamie Jarvis. Oh, it was an eye and I'd sit there all quiet, just 15, just <laughs> watching them going what they did the night before. And I always remember one thing, Clifty turned up, he goes, look at these. And he pulled down his shorts and he had some girl's lace knickers on. <laughs> and, he, and he actually played football in them. <laughs> But that was brilliant. No, we had a we had a good side. At Baines, Steve Baines played. Gilly played a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Signed. We had a lot of the first teamers dropped down, like Dodsey, Tufty. Yeah, a good side. Good. It was good. And that was the thing it. in those years, wasn't it? It was like it was proper first team reserve team football. It so was, you had yeah. First team players were yeah. going to the reserves right. to get form and yeah. And, and, and if you're both, injured, you, know, you play players. a few games for the reserves just to get your fitness. Not like probably. Certain clubs, you did. Oh no, don't play for the reserves. That's like two separate clubs. But at Windsor at that time, it was like a one big sort of team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the youngsters like me were getting involved in friendlies. That I remember when Clem had friendlies, he'd bring all, a lot of youngsters to get first team experience, just get match day experience. It was good. It was good. And did that? I see that must have really helped toughen you up. A, oh yeah, it was, yeah, it was a school of hard knocks then. You could make it like getting proper tackles. Like I was like a skinny fifteen year old boy, six year old boy, <laughs> trying, to do, trying to attempt to step over and got some six foot four bloke going through me. Yeah, soon just pass and go, get a touch, move it on. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, good grounding, very good grounding. Looking back, we had Robbo and Dell. Brilliant. Dell was a particularly was a great coach. So he knew when to throw you in, take you out, things like that. It was good. Good. Now, when you, bro- you broke into the first team, kind of coincided when we had that little run of three successive relegations, which clearly yeah. wasn't ideal. But what did that, what did you learn from that experience? Like when you broke into that first team, obviously the team weren't doing well, but you were getting that run of games. What did you kind of learn from that, from that period? Well, you see the lack, it was more of it was lack of confidence. Like you're in like a rut. The results were coming. You weren't getting the results. You couldn't get a result for Toffee. Playing well, putting teams on the but then you had had one, good, we had we had some good yeah. players. When you look back at the players we had, they were good. They had some great players. We also had a lot of players were just turning up for the money. When yeah. they were like throwing a bit of money at it, trying to get out of trouble. They were like, you could see their heart wasn't they were, you don't really want to be in the trenches of them when you're in hard games away at East Thurrock on a Tuesday night, they they go missing. Yeah. yeah. Loads, but no, it was, it was sad, the decline. It, it was so rapid, wasn't it? Relegation, 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 relegation. But then it sort of stabilised, didn't it? It stabilised. And... Well, Alan took over, didn't he? And... Yeah, he took over from uh, Clamo, was it Clamo? Yeah, Alan Davis come, home, come in. He had a good reputation, sort of from Slough. What did he try and instil at the beginning? You know, like, obviously we were on that slide. Just to make us harder to beat, set us up better. Like, it was more pattern of play, more shape. Like, you knew what you were doing. It was, it was, he was, he was a good coach. He was a very good coach, Alan. He was a good man manager as well. Knew when to speak at Bolkia, knew when to uh, praise you. So he sort of got the players in, got them playing to a certain system, and he got them, got them well, well drilled and well disciplined, which made he, a big difference. He, he clearly saw something on you because you were one of the few players he, he kept on going into yeah. that 
Yeah, I promotion season. Yeah, under Clem, I wasn't I was sort of in, not really in. I'd travel, sit on the bench, make ten minutes maybe there, and then I'll be out in the reserves again. But when Alan came, he sort of must have seen something in me. I thought, oh yeah, we need people like myself because we're in a bit of a rut. You know, I'm like, I don't mind a run around and kick a few people. <laughs> so I did that. Yeah, sort of changed from where I was like right back under John because I was younger and he put me into like the centre midfield, I think, because of my energy. Yeah. And that was it. After I was there quite a bit of a mainstay for a few years, quite a while. Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah, yeah, it seemed to be one of his favourites. Now, that 95-96 was obviously a very special one. But going into that season, for someone who'd experienced, obviously, the bad of those relegations, what was what was kind of the message from Alan going into that season? It was more to have a go. We had, we had some players. We had, we had some good players. And we also then had a lot of local players. Mm. Like Barry Pitcher had joined, Mick McManus, Richard Kerry, Gordon Hill, from local football that were more than good enough, but weren't couldn't really be bothered to train twice a week. I think Steve Plough got a lot of them in and they were yeah. going to stepped in and it was good. We sort of got a unity, like we were like a like a family, we all go train together, go out after training, Saturday night play, go out. So we had like, we sort of relied on each other and backed each other up. We had a lot of pace. Yeah. Coming around wide, we had the Borum, Keith Borum. So we had a lot of pace in the team. So we'd suck teams in, we'd hit them on the break for our pace. And we were keeping clean sheets. How quickly into that season did you did you and the the rest of the team think, you know, we can actually achieve something special? It was quite early on because we were we were like hammering teams. I remember Flatwell come, I think we beat Egham 7-0. I think we beat Flatwell 5-0, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And you thought, oh no, we've got a team here. And then we the bet the the turning point was when we beat uh Wildstone. Remember that? Away from home. Yeah, was it 4-0? I think it was five. I think Keith four, got four, five. though. Yeah, that's Keith right. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then we thought, we just thought, yeah, we're onto something here. We've got something here. We just knew. And just the momentum, it just carried on. The biggest disappointment, we didn't, we should have won that league. We were more than 18 goals that year. Yeah, highest scorers in non league football that season, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great bunch. Good, good memories. Great memories. And the promotion came against Tring. I think Adele got, away, yeah. Adele Dina's got a couple of goals. What That's a celebration! Right, yeah. What a celebrations like, like that famous famous because oh, oh, we all we all like going out together on a on a Saturday. We'd play wherever, come back to the club, have a few beers in the club, then straight to Harpoon Louis. You <laughs> know, <laughs> no luck there. We're off to sloughs. <laughs> it wasn't like one or two of us. It was like 10, 11 of us, and then they'd have their friends want to come. So it was like a big group of us. So yeah, it was always because we were winning. It made it made it a lot better, yeah, more yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah, we had a good good time, good fun. I'm seeing a few of you lot on a few occasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I woke that... up in someone's house. One one of the supporters had one time. <laughs> one <of the> <laughs> in. <laughs> there was definitely that bond between players and supporters. There was then, yeah, yeah. Because you bump into him on a night out, have a few beers. It wasn't them and us. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. But I think that shows, though, right? Like what you were saying earlier about in the years we were getting relegated, there was like some players that were in it just for the money, just for themselves. You wouldn't yeah. want to be in the trenches. But, you know, you can have players and they've all, they've got ability, but actually it's just that 
it's the yes, it's that the, mentality of everyone. Yeah, a lot of, yeah mentality. You know, in that sort of football, you've got to, your back's going to be against the wall. It's not going to be pretty at times. So you've got to roll your sleeves up, see that out, and then your quality, we all had quality good enough, then that yeah, would yeah, yeah. come through. Just had to win the battle first. That was the main thing. A lot of the times in the years previously and seasons previously, we didn't do that. Totally. Now that year we also had a decent um, FA Vars run, oh, yeah. and and a couple of games that stood out for me in that in that run was the first one was obviously Folkestone. Oh yeah, yeah. Then yeah. we're away, yeah. and uh, well, we drew the play two all at home, and then right. away from home four one down with ten minutes to go, and we win it five four in normal time. Yeah, what, yeah. What was can you what what do you remember from that game? And like did you did you think like that game's just dead and buried? Yeah, you know, it's over yeah, at four one. Four one down, looking around. I remember the cold wet, it was like drizzly. There's a quite a few there, what I recall. Quite yeah. quite a big crowd. And I remember yeah. I think looking around thinking, oh, we're gonna get tonked here. But also I think he brought on Kevin Hill and Steve Bailey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he pushed for some reason, I'm not he pushed me up front and I was like I yeah, and we from them, I think we scored, and then we was just one way. We just sort of battered them. I think I scored two headers, didn't I? Was it two yeah, headers? All in yeah. like 10 minutes. Yeah, two headers, and we won. And we won. I remember coming off at the end, they were all the fans were spitting at us. Remember the cage thing? They were trying to get at us. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, that's one that was a great performance. It was a great trip I am on the coach then. Great, Richard. It was a long old way that was, folks. Then, oh, big so time. I can imagine what that coach journey must have oh, been like. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Jonesy got did he get man of the match or something. I think he got man of the match. He got a bottle of uh, brandy, so he was he was steaming on the on the coach. Hammered, brilliant. <laughs> we played Bridport. Was it Bridport next round? Burnham was the next round. Burnham, where they had a couple of players sent off. Oh, it was a big punch up. Did Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got sent off, didn't he? Yeah. At the yeah. time he came in the bar, it's like trying to tackle the fans. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he played for us just a few seasons before, didn't he? Yeah, correct. He came I back a few years later as well. Yeah, I remember playing one of my first games, playing against Welling in the, one of the first games of the season, the FA Cup. We played Welling at home. Yeah. And Jamie Jarvis got sent off. We lost 1 0 at home. And Jamie's trying to climb into the stand to attack all their, attack their, the rest of their squad players. You remember that? He got sent <laughs> off. We lost one there. He got sent. I mean, he, they were baiting him. He jumped the thing, tried to climb into the stand. He was a lunatic. Lovely blow of a cop. He was a nutcase. <laughs> you gotta love him. You gotta love him. But yeah, the, fans want, the fans did yeah. wind him up on that. Bit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, all game. He was actually bit. He didn't just. He didn't rise above it. He bit. Yeah, he got yeah, sent yeah. off, and then he come in the looking for all the, all you lot. <laughs> we weren't helping you then, Mike. No way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You lot have disappeared. <laughs> Oh, Alan, want to be a little warm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then you're right. The next game was Bridport. Yeah, it's 4 1 away. 4 2. 4 2, yeah. That's right. I remember you, a lot of you guys have come down. Did you stay the night before? I think, I think we so. stayed the night before. Yeah, I think so. Oh, did we stay the night before? We went to a hotel, we had a meal in a hotel and everything. We took it, Alan sort of took it serious, got a bit of professionalism in it. And we had a good result down there. It was good. Did think, you guys oh, think you could go all the way that year? Yeah, that. yeah. We thought we were gonna go all the way, yeah. Because we were playing well, we had momentum, and the teams we were drawing we thought we we're better than these, we could beat these. Mm. And then we we drew up uh what's the last one? Peace uh, Haven. Peace Haven and Telscombe, wasn't that something? Yeah, Clement that. off early doors. Uh, we uh, Alan had someone watch him a couple of times, they had one good player, one really good player, and he played right wing. So right. From, he said, right, he'd move me to left back. 
I've never played left back before. I can only stand on my left foot. So he put me to left back to man mark this player. He said, oh, we're just, we cancel him out, then we'll we'll win. So, okay, no problem. So I'm standing left back, looking around. I'm looking at Alan going, where is he, Alan? Which one is he? They'd moved him to a different position, centre midfield. So he had to sort of juggle the team around, try and get me back into there to try and man mark this guy. And I think Clemo got sent off, didn't he, quite early he got, on? He got sent off early, which I think just, yeah. Made yeah we lost 1-0, 1-0, wasn't it? We should have won. I thought we should have won that game. Had some chances. Yeah, totally. Good Keep crowd as well. Chances. That yeah, that was really. That's one of the biggest disappointments because we were, we was on the roll. I think if we'd have won that game, we'd have got the semis at least and possibly Wembley. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a big, big gutting. That was. Did you say? Because we were just on such red hot form. Yeah, and Clemo was. I think it was a tackle. Was it? It was not even a. Never a sending off. Was it? From what? I'm no. Talking. No, no, no. Booking at best. Yeah. And it just changed the whole emphasis of the game and everything. Now, the following season, we lost a couple of players like uh, Keith and Jonah and I think a couple of others went at Wembley. That's right, yeah. Clemo, I think, got ill. Yeah, he was out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pneumonia or something. Pneumonia? Yeah. Do, do you think if we if we could have kept hold of that original squad that we could have gone up again? Yeah, we definitely have been challenging, definitely. Yeah, because we had, like I said, a good side, good togetherness. But then because we were doing well, we were starting to attract attention. Clubs were coming in and offering, well, silly money. I think Wembley at the time had a lot of money. They offered Jonah and Keith, good dog, the guy over there. When we played them, didn't we, that season? Um, uh, yeah, the, in this, and Jonah had to do um, oh, a spot in the magazine, uh, it's the programme about wow. favourite player, favourite this, and everything answered was related to me. <laughs> I, think we, I think we did lose, and Jonah, I think, might have had a great game, I think. But yeah, I think if we'd have kept the, the nucleus of it together, we'd have definitely been challenging in the top four, definitely. But yeah. we sort of mid table, weren't we? Language mid table, we'd lost a bit of quality. I think the players that come in weren't quite as good. The issue was, I think, like Keith was, you know, Keith had bagged goals. 40 or goals, didn't he? You yeah. take that out of a team. Yeah. It's very yeah. hard. And Joe and Jonah's obviously pace. Yeah. You, just those two in particular, you take those out of the team, it's very hard to replace. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We didn't really, we were sort of trying to spread the goals around, but we never, we never sort of recovered from the loss of those two, to be fair. No. Now, the, the following. I guess seasons after that, Alan built up a really strong squad and we were always there or thereabouts, but I guess couldn't quite get promotion. Yeah. But what did you enjoy about those years? Because as the kind of side progressed. It was, it was more, you'd turn up playing with guys you actually look across, you want to play with on a Saturday, you want to play football. They're like mates. They weren't mm. like teammates. They're more like your best mate playing football. You knew, oh, I'm going to play football. You're going to play football, whether it's in a park or you're getting paid for it, whatever, and then go and have a beer with your mates. And it's the same thing. We're getting paid to play football, playing in the nice stadiums, and then we're having a drink in the bar and going out in the evening. Yeah, good. yeah. Really good. What do you think made Windsor special over and above that as, as a club? Close-knitness. It was really close-knit, whether it be the board, the fans, the players, the locals. A lot of it, then a lot of local players, which made it all gel together. I remember yeah. playing football with a guy. I used to go to Stag and Hounds yeah. after the game. Yeah, <laughs> we go into Windsor. 
Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was just like your home team, your home hometown. It was really good. And what did you enjoy playing under Alan? What did I enjoy? Yeah. He's like, he gave you freedom and he, he sort of built you up. He, he knew what players to build up, what players to bring back down to earth and just let you get on with it. He obviously had a shape and a pattern of play, but he said, just go out there. You're all good enough. He made you believe in yourselves. A very good man manager. Very good. I speak to each individual player, tell them what they want, what you expect of them, what he wants you to do. So you knew your role, you knew your job within that team. Getting them all together, all gelled. You knew all together, we all gelled. We would take some stopping. Now, one player I wanted to ask you about, who's obviously sadly no longer with us, and we mentioned him earlier, was Del, Del Dinas. Yeah, yeah. Um, who obviously had a long battle with motor neurone disease. Yeah, yeah. How how good a player was Del, and what was what was Del like to play with? Oh, he really good. He turned up, and he just think he can't be a footballer, surely. He just look, you think, huh? He just didn't look like your typical footballer, did he? His shirt <laughs> undone, little little pot belly, sort of. You'd think he was a lot a lot older than he actually was. And then yeah. when he when the ball come to his feet, oh yeah, he was. You could see he'd been at clubs, the way he struck it, the way he talked. He, a lot of his was he could look at a game, he could pull people in, talking. His talking was second to none. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. And, and also the social side. He knew that to do well, you had to have a, a social side. So he was keen on that. Get, he was a captain at the time. He'd get everyone together. Right, we're going out. We're doing this. Or we're doing this fundraiser. Or we're doing this football card. And he loved all that side of it. He was good. He was, yeah. When it comes to it, he could play. No doubt about it. He was a good player. So very sad what happened to him. Very sad. You moved on, I don't know, was it about 2000, something like that? 99, 2000? Uh, yeah, I think uh, when I was there, it was there Byron, I think Byron had taken over. To be fair, that's one of my regrets. I should have I should have stayed, stayed. But I think uh, Robbo, Robbo got manager, him and Franny had taken over at Bracknell. Right. And they'd been after me for a while. And I was like, oh, no, I'll see how it goes. I think it was in and out. I wasn't really playing as much as I wanted. I think Byron was playing. He was player manager, wasn't he? He was playing in my yeah. position. So I was thinking, oh, yeah. I'm not getting here. So he said, oh, don't go to... I remember saying, uh, Byron, oh, I'm leaving. He said, oh, don't go to Bracknell. I'll get you in Yedin. I can get you in Yedin. Yedin, they're a league above. And I was thinking, hold on, I can't get in Windsor, but you can get me in Yedin. I was like, oh, this is weird. So no, I just went with Smalley, because Smalley went as well. That's right. We, we went to Bracknell. To be fair, I, I regretted that. I shouldn't have. I should have stayed and hung it out. I think I would have got in eventually. I, yeah, I you would have He didn't, Byron didn't play that many games that year, I don't think, if I re recall. I think I, I tell you, oh, I'll tell you who, who come in, Matty Glynn. Yeah, he's a good. I player. remember, yeah, I was playing. I got injured at Tooting and Mitchum. I think it was Tooting and Mitchum. And they yeah. just signed Matty from. Um, Flatwell. I thought, oh, yeah, he's a decent player. And he come in and he scored, I think he scored four. Yeah. He was, I was looking at him, geez, he was on fire. I thought, whoa, I'm not getting back in there. I just thought then he's good. I'm not going to get back in there. It sort of dragged off. I need to play games. And I went to Bracknell. I shouldn't, I should have held on, really. I think I should. Yeah, it's hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it is. Now, I regret going to Bracknell. It, was, it wasn't quite the same. It didn't feel, I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't enjoying playing and traveling over there. It's sort of, yeah, my, it sort of waned then. then Where'd I, you go after Bracknell? 
for a sign for Southall because I think because Del Dinas was assistant manager coach. Ah, okay. So we had a few boys, and that we didn't have to train. Right. I think we were in um, the East, uh, what league were we in? Hellenic. Right. We were in Division East League, and they were yeah. spending loads of money. I think we had Michael Meeker. He was playing for us. Oh, wow. Keep, keep yeah, so we had to, He was on 400 a week. Wow. And, the, and this is in the league where you don't get paid, you're paying subs. So we absolutely won that league, went into <laughs> Premier Division. Uh, it went into Premier Division. I think we won, come second in that league, come second. So we were, they were throwing money at it. And then it all went bang. <laughs> they ran out of money. So, uh, yeah, that was a lot of travelling. On a Tuesday night, you're going into Wales to play on a Tuesday. and oh. uh, Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of travelling that, Hellenic. Oh, yeah, it was an eye-opener. Going Harrow on the Hill in Wales, on the borders of Wales, Gloucester. It was all that way. Because we were like in the West Division. Rather than being in the East, we were in the West. Yate Town. And that's where I've done my cruise ship playing at, for Southall against Yate Town. I'm a cruciate. That was it. I wasn't. Was that it after that? Uh, no, I played for Flatwell. For oh, yeah, of course. That's right. Stayed at Flatwell quite a long time. We had quite a good side. Did you have a good cup run at Flatwell? Yeah, uh, league. We come, I think come, we missed out on one of the last games of the season getting promoted. It was like right. myself, Neil Catlin, Toffo, uh, Gary Wiltshire, Kevin Stone. He was playing oh, yeah. as manager. Laurie Craker was manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we, had, we had a good side. All like old heads that have been around there, done it with a few youngsters. So, yeah, we missed out on the last, last couple of games of the season, fell away. Did you, you ever know? think about going into coaching or anything after that? Yeah, in, in hindsight, I wish I'd done my badges when I was younger. So, I, when I was playing, done my badges rather than stop and do my badges. I, I sort of should have done it early on. I, I like to have done children, kids' football, not men so much, rather than like kids. Yeah, so um, my boy's not really into football. He watches Cardiff, but he can't play. So it hasn't really made me want to do it, to be honest. No, not really. It's not something I'd follow up or do now. All right, I'm going to finish with some quick fire questions for okay. you. Um, and on every podcast, I say this to people that just because a quick fire doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be easy, but we'll give mm-hmm. it a go. So, um, find a friend. You can find a friend <laughs> if you want to. So, first question Who is the best player you played with at Windsor? Ooh, Jesus. There's some players. Uh, best Michael Barnsley. He was good. You remember Dave Regis? He, I was oh, there. Yeah. He was there. He was good. Oh, Simon Garner, Dennis Green. If I had to say best, Damien Spencer, he was, yeah. Lloyd Awusu, yeah. remember those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the best, is it? Barnsley. Phenomenal centre half. Yeah, he was just, he made it easy, didn't he? Phenomenal centre half. Yeah. Same question, but wider than Windsor. So if you look uh, back. Darren up, Barnard. Good player. Yeah, I was there, woke him when he's any signed for a Chelsea. Good Darren player. Barnard. Um, who was your best midfield partner you played alongside at Windsor? Best ability. Or, or who did you enjoy playing? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. The best ability was Steve Small. Oh, he was yeah. a, a magician on the ball. Best enjoyed Gary Boreham. Or, yeah, or, or Gary Boreham or Playley. Playley as Gary, well. Gary Boreham and Playley. Yeah, yeah. 
You and Gary, I thought you two complimented yeah. each other. Yeah, because really I well. quite mobile. He was just sit there, quite a presence, could play. Yeah, we had, yeah, good, good combination. I thought us two. Yeah, agree with that. Gary Boren. Yeah, I got yeah. Gary Boren. Agree with that. And Playley was a good player. Yeah, Playley. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, toughest player you played against? I'd say that Arsenal game. When we played Arsenal, Tony Adams come out of prison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they rearranged that game to, and they turned, I mean, they turning up and they were getting off the coach. We were looking and going, he's first team. He's first team. It was like McGoldrick, uh, Tony Adams, Mark Flats, uh, Paul Shaw, Selly, Paul Davis, Paul Dickov. We're like, Jesus, this is the actual team. Uh, so I was marking, who was I marking that day? Paul Davis and Ian Selly. I think Davis was coming to the end of his career and I was quite a youngster, quite fit, but right, I'll show him. Couldn't get near Paul Davis. He'd done it before I'd even thought about it. And it made me think, oh, these are good. Paul Davis, I go Paul Davis. We're talking about that game, though. I mean, what was that? Because that just came out of nowhere, wasn't yeah. it? Like, I think Tony Adams needed a friendly or something. Yeah, they he'd just been released from prison for drink driving, didn't they? Yeah. And what was our links with, um, was it Peter Hillwood days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, all of a sudden, oh, we're playing Arsenal. Like, oh, right, OK. I thought, huh? Why? Oh, Tony, I thought it'd only be Tony Adams. Because Arsenal had a game that day at home, and they were at home to someone. But yeah. they brought everyone who wasn't playing on the, for the first team was there. It's like whoa, and the big crowd. Yeah, that was good. That was that was that was good. Right, I hope now. All right, Akin B. You make an Akin by Bristol City. We played them pre-season. They just spent millions on him and Tony Thorpe. That's right, because we'd sold them um, Damien Spencer. That's it. And part of and it. That's what we brought the friend. That's right. Akin by played. It was one of his first games. It's his first game. Football. Yeah, that's right. I think we lost five nil. Yeah, yeah, I think we got him. He was—he was just oh, he was immense. He was like a bodybuilder running around. He was unbelievable. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. All right, was there? Um, I, 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 I enjoy asking this question. Um, is there a team that you loved playing against? Like you look at the fixture list and you thought, I always do well against them. I, I can't wait for that game. Yeah, it's always the usual: Eggham, Slough, yeah, Burnham, yeah, Wildstone. I always like playing against Wildstone. Because he always sort of had a bit of voodoo over them, and yeah, and they had all the money at the time. Willstone yeah. as well. I'd say those. Do you remember that away game? From home, I'd like to say I like going to away from home. Probably uh, Tilbury. I like going to t- like the, the horrible places. Tilbury, Clapton. Do you remember those? Avely. Like, oh yeah. You knew you would always be in a bit of a a ruck with some of those games. Right? <laughs> <laughs> always, no, but you know what I mean. Like there always be, for, I guess, like playing in midfield, there always be a good midfield battle when you play those. Yeah, you, you need a picture. Pitch is going to be a leveler. It's going to be yeah. right. Let's, let's dig in. Let's have a little battle first. Yeah, you need know, like, down those ways. They're not going to roll over, are they? Like proper men. Going back to that Wildstone game, I remember that um, one game I remember against Wildstone was when we played them at home in that promotion season. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. caused a load of trouble, load of fans. the ground up, didn't they? Yeah. The I'll never forget. It was, uh, the pitch was really, typical Stag Meadow pitch, really, really muddy. Oh. And they're warming up, we're warming up before the game. And there was a group of Wildstone fans behind the goal, designer shirts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was Timmy Ball that had, oh, yeah. he definitely spotted, what, spotted this group of people. He, he's he's booted a well he's gone to have a shot completely missed the goal so like definitely it. deliberate and he's like <laughs> whacked this guy in the stomach that had a designer shirt on 
but of course it's just left the massive football <laughs> on the sh- on the shirt because of the muddy ball. And it was, Delta so clearly it was deliberate. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's the sort of thing Del Dinas would do. Go right, let's see who can hit the tee up. Or, or in training, we used to remember Robert Atkinson, the goalie. Yes, it's like right, let's chip him, and he used to hate being chipped. So he used yeah. to just chip him, chip him, and he'd, he'd go mad. He'd get the ball and he'd kick the ball over the fence and go, chips go with fish, chips go with fish, and he'd just be kicking the ball out the ground. The sort of thing Del would say. He'd say right, see that group of fans? They've all got coffee. Let's see who can hit them, like warming up and things like that. He was like always up to. So there's no doubt that was deliberate. He probably got put up there. I'll give you a five, but you can't hit that fat bloke in the white shirt. Totally, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. First time I've ever seen so many police at a non-league game. It's crazy that day. Did right, you... who was the teams you absolutely hated playing against? Like a bogey team. Um, you looked at a fixture list and you thought, no matter how well I'm playing, I always have a mare against that team. I just hate playing them. Mm, I'd say... I always did crap. I always did terrible. It's two in the mission. I always remember, oh, God, I've got to go there and rub it. Oh, oh. I was getting pulled off or, or getting oh, half time. I'd be dragged off. I don't know. Just some teams I was just rubbish. Yeah, terrible against it. two in the mission. I didn't particularly like playing Maidenhead. I, I never played that well against them. You know, because as a team I lived, I lived in Maidenhead. Support and I was a child and I always wanted to do, I probably tried too hard. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The tuna Mitchum. I didn't enjoy. I did rubbish. Yeah, those two. Good answers. Good answers. But thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Some no, great memories. No, thanks for having me on, Mike. I, I really appreciate it. I've enjoyed it. I've been nah. to the other ones and they've been good. You're doing a good job. Keep it up. Oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. And thank you to everyone who's uh, listened once again. And I'll be back in a few weeks with our next guest. <laughs>